emergency alert. This is not a drill. This is an emergency alert. The narrow century is approaching. This is not a drill. The narrow century is approaching. Citizens are advised to stay away from doors and windows. The narrow century is a podcast of irregular tales. This is an emergency alert. If a citizen has been directly exposed to the narrow century, civil authorities advise that they be confined to a basement, closet, or attic until the narrow century has passed. This is not a drill. The narrow century is approaching. This is an emergency alert. The narrow century is here. The narrow century is here. citizens of Gleesa 581C. This is your newly, uh, duly appointed planetary governor in charge of colonial affairs speaking to announce that you've been officially recognized as a protectorate of the Star Congress with all the right representation and resources that come therein. This must be a proud day indeed for those of you who have pioneered this greatest frontier and we the Star Congress want to impress upon you just how honored we are to count you among our citizens. On a more personal note, I just wanted to say... Hi. I'm, well, I'm Governor Prime, but you can just call me Peter. Or Mr. Prime. Or you can call me whatever you want. I'm just happy to be here. I hope that in the days and months ahead of us, you'll come to think of me as just another citizen, doing my part to improve everyone's life on our colony. You've all given me a heck of an example to follow here, just living on this planet in the first place. I I mean, it's got to take pardon my language, some serious stones to settle a tidally locked super-Earth with more than double standard gravity. I mean, we don't even have a sunset to let us know when it's quitting time. (laughs) And then, uh, there's, I'm not even going to talk about the wildlife. You know what's the worst the colonists on Kepler have to deal with? Shrimp. Some kind of silicon-based mollusk thing. Not technically shrimp, but you get the idea. Do you think any of them have what it takes to kick it outside the walls in Gleesa 581C? You think they can handle the necropoid swarms? Hell no. That's right. You folks are the king badasses of the galaxy. Take it from your governor. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. My assistant here reminds me that, uh, the aforementioned statements cannot and should not be taken as the official positions of the Star Congress or its duly appointed representatives. But you know what I'm saying. Guys... I'm just so excited. There's so much to do, and there's nobody to get in our way. We're the bleeding edge here. We're the best and brightest. We're gonna do great. Oh, uh, and I've got a note here to request that colonists refrain from the practice of speed tanning on the side of the planet that faces the sun. Excessive exposure to the red sun can cause skin cancer and will cause your eyes to boil. 
apparently. Huh. settling in, you know. I've got my things all unpacked. I got some help from a couple of you folks. Really swell, really great welcome. I, I feel really at home already. Shout out to my boys Davey Freeman and Bobby Wynn with the 12 Porters Union. I really owe you guys. Remind me I owe you a drink at the commissary, okay? Nothing alcoholic cause, uh, because that's illegal. Last time I checked. That's mostly a temporary thing, that prohibition. Standard Star Congress boilerplate while colonies get up and running. Believe me, I've heard your complaints. I'm frustrated about that, too. You can, uh, you, you can rest assured that I'll be getting the prohibition lifted just as soon as the colonial guidelines are all five by five. I'm on the case. Rowan, would you be a dear and put that on my agenda? Yeah? Thanks. There, you see? You can stop asking about it. Not that I blame you. I, I mean... Some of the stuff you've got to deal with here, it's... Oof. I thought the necropoids were bad. I didn't even know about the ceratodons, let alone the nocturnal blood weavers. Doc Vincetti gave me a quick biology lesson on them, and yeah, I'd hate to be caught going to the john by one of those fellas. So you'll be happy to know that I'm getting things done around here, and I'm authorizing an open-season bounty on venomous necropoids. Bring in some mandibles to Colonial Command and go away with 200 extra Star Congress script in your pocket. Does your guy P.D. Pratt take care of you, or what? Uh, quick note, that bounty only applies to venomous necropoids, not regular necropoids, greater venomous necropoids, dire necropoids, or necropoidal head spiders. Gosh, heck of an exciting ecosystem we've got here on our planet, huh? Really keeps us on our toes. But that's how we like it, huh? We're the really hard-nosed adventurers of the colonists, yeah? I mean, I visited Kepler once, and that trip was a real snooze fest, you know what I'm saying? They just had the hydroponic gardens for miles all over the place. All the buildings were this really plain, boring, white super concrete they'd formulated in the science center. So much traffic from the spaceport you could hardly hear yourself think, and everyone was living in these dense arcologies centered around public-use plazas where they had guest lecturers talking about philosophy and social engineering in the evenings. Yawn, right? Nothing like that here, yet. I was walking down by the smelter hovels the other day. I saw a woman trying to eat a live necropoid larva. Some of the other folks were standing around watching. I guess it might have been a bet. When she broke the skin, the toxic blood made her start throwing up. Everyone else cheered. I bet they don't have that kind of excitement on Kepler. Hey, Rowan? I'm gonna see if there's any guest lecturers who might come and give a talk. Maybe a cooking class? You can never learn too much about good cuisine. Uh, maybe I'll try to get some kind of amphitheater or lecture hall built. Uh, uh, that's all I've got for today, folks. This is your friendly local Governor Prime, signing off.
more than these necropoid ranchers. I'm disappointed that I needed to hear about this from someone on my staff when there were doubtless hundreds of citizens who must have been aware of these dishonest and extortionate operations. I mean, according to this report, some of these ranches were so large that they, quote, are estimated to account for up to 75% of claimed bounties, unquote. Shocking. I am shocked, people. We can do better. I know we can do better. Obviously, the venomous necropoid bounty is cancelled, effective immediately. If you need me, I'll be in Colonial Command, trying to sort this out into some kind of solution. didn't have any plans to head to Tanner's place for some of his disgusting moonshine tonight, because now Tanner's place is a 20-foot hive of excreted slime and screaming larva, because the goddamned criminals that were the necropoint ranchers didn't see fit to systematically incinerate their stock when I told them I wouldn't be taking their shit. And the records will show that this wasn't, yeah, this wasn't on me. The logs will exonerate. I was just trying to do a little good, cut you slack-jawed rural head cases a little break, turn your disaster of a shantytown into something that was worth something, that was worth anything. I am in the middle of an emergency address, Miss Brockhouse. I'm offering comfort and reassurance to my constituents as outlined in the emergency procedures of the Star Congress. Just get back to the barricades, Rowan. Space wasn't supposed to be this way, guys. It was supposed to be, you know, shiny Mylar onesies, red rocket ships with fins on, perfectly sized towns and big plastic bubbles, the best and brightest, the pioneer spirit, the right stuff. But that's really the problem, yeah? Glisa 581C didn't get the best and brightest. They got the cross-eyed, web-footed troglodytes who were too stupid and too mean to get jobs as hockey players on Earth. And when you put shit in, you really shouldn't be surprised when you get shit out. But I guess I'm just as big a moron, because I thought I could actually do something for you animals. I thought I was on Kepler, where citizens can follow simple fucking rules and not burn their own goddamn homes down with acid. The records will exonerate me, shitheels. I guess you can impeach me if enough of you know how to write more than the first four letters of the alphabet. But until you walking fence posts can figure that out, I just wanted to say, in an official capacity and on the record, every one of you can kiss my blameless ass. This is duly appointed Star Congress Planetary Governor Peter Prime, signing off.
hey, uh, sure was a shame about Governor Prine, huh? I mean, falling off the roof of the commissary into a necropoid spawning pit while tangled up in a bunch of wire cabling and covered in tar? That's a... that's a weird accident. It's all I wanted to say. Officially, as acting governor, weird accident, with enough witnesses that I really don't think filing a report with the Colonial Marshal is needed. I think we're good here. Anyway, uh, it's about eight months until a replacement governor can be sent, so if anyone needs me, I'll just be in my apartment at Colonial Command, minding my own business. Oh, not like official business, just my own business. And due to popular demand, I've reinstated the bounty for venomous necropoids. Good hunting, everyone. Long may the glorious Star Congress prosper. The Narrow Century, Episode 18, Gubernatorial, was written by Gordon Graham and performed by Gordon Graham and Jenna Demmel. Music was provided, with permission, by Petunia and the Vipers, TK and the Holy Know-Nothings, Left Coast Country, and Lucas Friedman. Je pas un cowboy, chanson d'une respectueuse, and aujourd'hui ma vie c'est de la merde. Written and performed by Lisa LeBlanc, published by Third Side Music, courtesy of Bonsound. Bon